The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn News. What's it like leading one of the largest workforces in the world? And what's that person's message for you, job seekers, and career accelerators? That's today's show. From LinkedIn News, this is Get Hired, a podcast for the ups and downs of our professional lives. I'm Andrew Seaman, LinkedIn's managing editor for jobs and career development. Each week on Get Hired, we talk about leveling up. Sometimes we talk about finding work, Other times, we talk about excelling where you are right now. And through it all, we focus on how to stay true to yourself in the process. Donna Morris is the chief people officer at mega retailer Walmart. So that means she oversees a workforce of millions. But she hasn't always been in the C-suite. As a young girl in Canada, she worked hourly customer service jobs at a local dry cleaner and at a national drugstore chain. From there, she went to university and found herself working in human resources. From where she sits now, Donna oversees the largest workforce in America and probably the world. And that encompasses store associates and managers, supply chain engineers, data analysts, communications experts, and many, many more job functions and fields. So today, she joins me to dig into how Walmart weathered the pandemic and how the company sets up its associates to succeed and how it could set you up for success, too. First, I asked Donna to tell me about her career, starting with one of her first big pivots. I was all of 25 years old, and at that point in time, I was working for a company called Rogers. And in Canada, that's a media company. It's also a mobile company, et cetera. And they were doing a new career workshop. And so they asked many of us who were very early in our careers. And it was pivotal because it had you thinking about where you would eventually go. But what I realized was I wanted to make a really big impact on people's lives. I wanted to contribute to a business, and I wanted to continue to learn. You definitely do have a big impact on people's lives because especially at Walmart, you know, the the sheer size of it. And you have a, I assume, a tremendous team behind you because obviously (laughs) I I think Walmart is at 1.7 million. We're 2.3 million associates across all markets. Here in the United States, it's approximately 1.6 million associates. Wow, that is tremendous. When Donna joined Walmart in February 2020, she thought she knew what she was signing up for. But very quickly, Donna, Walmart's workforce, and, well, all of us had to pivot once again. I already knew in my mind what it might look like to onboard somewhere else. And that all went out, (laughs) all went out uh, with the pandemic that all of us had to learn and to navigate. And so very quickly it pivoted to how are we going to support our associates? How are we going to ensure or safeguard their safety? How do we even serve customers? We stood up curbside and delivery at a whole different level than we ever had before. And at the same point in time, I was coming into a new team and we needed to have priorities that would actually guide our work. And so I'd say I I bifurcated my onboarding in two different ways. One was 
how do you actually deal with a crisis? And that's what the pandemic was for all of us. And then the other was, how do we collectively as a team set ourselves up for success towards a longer term vision to really create Walmart as an exceptional place for people to work and to grow? Yeah. And so um, it was a lot of work. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. And um, but you know what? When you work with people that you really respect and you really learn from to some degree, maybe it was the catalyst that allowed me to really learn the company very, very quickly. A crisis is a terrible thing to waste. And so um, I had to pivot and be adaptive to really respond to what the needs were. You know, I think like any organization, each one of us that are in the people or HR space, we realize that our new norm wasn't something that any of us knew. And it wasn't a norm that we all had to just really adapt. And what's evolved out of that, I think, are new ways of working for everyone, including the front line. Yeah, definitely. And and it seems like I assume having an organization as big as Walmart also, it just helps to know that, you know, there are the pillars probably already in place because I know even early days in the pandemic, I think my parents, I think they did do curbside pickup at Walmart. Let's face it, the last few years have been challenging, but they've been super rewarding at the same point in time. And I have to say, you know, just on Saturday, I was out in the New Jersey area and a number of our stores. And to see the focus that our associates have, busy period of time, Thanksgiving is coming up, and they lean into really supporting our customers, there's a sense of um, such pride that comes from knowing that they're acting with integrity, they're really serving our customers, they're working effectively with each other, and they just really want to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, then I go back to Bentonville, where our campus office is, and I try the best I can together with an incredible team to say, how do we really focus on enabling the success of each of our associates? Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is around growth and development and a pathway of opportunity for each individual to really leverage their skills and navigate what's most important to them. And I would love to talk about growth, actually, for the associates, because I'm sure there are people who, you know, they're associate or they're there seasonally and, and they leave. But then there are a lot of people who do find careers there. Absolutely. And can you tell us a little bit about what that pathway is like? Just a statistic that 75% of our managers started in an hourly frontline role, sometimes part-time. Our CEO, Doug McMillan, started in the <laughs> stock room, and he's the CEO. Our CEO of Walmart U.S., started as a summer job, and now he's Walmart U.S. CEO. So if I step back, we do really want to provide a path of opportunity inside, and sometimes that means being a transition point for someone, and then they'll go off and they'll work somewhere else. But if that Walmart opportunity provides them with skills and capabilities that allow them to be successful, we have a great sense of pride in doing that. There's three core ways that we really focus on our associates' learning. The most important is on the job. MEAT is an app, and it's called My Club at Sam's, and it really allows individuals to digitally navigate not only their work, but their own personal working circumstance at Walmart. So information about their benefits, information about learning, information about time off, how to find team members, who's working with them on this shift at this day. Because as we know, if you build community, if you build relationships at work, often you're there longer. So on the job, big aspect for learning. The next is what we call academies, and they're skill building. So if I want to be a great cake decorator, I might, you know, dabble it 
at home, but I could also go to an academy and I can learn how to do that. And often that's an online academy. Our manager academy is huge. And what we do with our manager academy is take individuals that have been promoted, perhaps they've been in leadership, team lead type roles, but now they're actually managing a store. And we give them the fundamentals of management in that actual program. And then we have a very big college and um, secondary education completion program, which is called Live Better You. Today, we have around 89,000 associates that are part of Live Better You. We have literally thousands of associates that started as frontline. Now they're cybersecurity analysts. They're working in health and wellness. They've pivoted into supply chain. And that's all paid 100% by Walmart. And so you can come to Walmart as a frontline associate and end up getting a college degree, which is super cool. And often what we find is individuals then want to leverage that college degree to remain with Walmart and continue to pursue their passion in a new direction. And so that's a big, big desire for us is to continue to grow people internally. And we also do that because our front line is the most diverse and representative of our markets and our country that we operate in. And so if we can take that diversity and build those capabilities upwards, that really makes a significant difference on not only our workforce, but frankly, on the broader economy as well. Huh. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they see Walmart has probably always been part of their lives for, for most of their lives. And they see the stores. But really, if you're an associate there, there's so many different avenues you could go into. Cybersecurity, you probably, you know, you probably have meteorologist, I assume, because you're doing, you know, a lot of transport around the country and, and things like that. So, so really, no matter where you, an associate wants to go, there's probably a place for them to sort of explore within an organization as large as Walmart. You know, size brings its benefits. And one of the biggest benefits that we have is we have different sectors even within the umbrella of retail. So we have a fast-growing digital advertising business. We have a data ventures business. We have a very large health and wellness business with more than 100,000 associates. We have the largest private transportation fleet in the country. We do have individuals that every day get focused on our supply chain and the ports in this country and how we actually move items through the country. We have individuals that get up every day to help focus on that last mile of yeah. getting your items right to your doorstep and what that looks like. And then we have all the corporate functions that you find in any enterprise. So people who work in people and finance and marketing and uh global governance and compliance, communications, et cetera. So by virtue of that, to your point is, while someone might think, hey, I need to go somewhere else because I'm really interested in this pathway, we actually have a lot of those pathways within the same enterprise, which is yeah, really exciting. Because it, you need basically an army and several of them kind of <laughs> to run it. We need a fair number of people <laughs> in a number of those areas. We're going to take a short break. When we get back, how to set yourself up for success at any rung on the corporate ladder. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise. A promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. A promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Hi, I'm Tomer Korn, LinkedIn's Chief Product Officer. 
On my podcast, Building One, we dive deep into what it takes to build great products. Recently, we had Zach Perret, the CEO of Plaid, and he shared about his struggles building a financial app for consumers and how he was able to turn it all around with a critical pivot. Take a listen. I personally couldn't resonate as much with the consumer set that we were trying to reach. I just didn't have that level of empathy. When we made the shift to building a B2B product though, I was building the product that I wanted. My co-founder and I were creating the product that we wanted ourselves, and we had so much empathy for what that product was. Such a great insight. You know, in that sense, we got lucky because we were, we were creating a thing for ourselves. And then the people that we were talking to also had the same problems we did. They were fintech developers. We'd been a fintech developer. Uh, we'd been trying to build a fintech product for a year. and so. We had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability to... If you want to hear more of Zach Perret's story and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One. We're back with Walmart Chief People Officer Donna Morris. Now, we've been talking about the wide variety of fields and skills Walmart employees possess. But if you're an associate working at a store, how can you set yourself up to grow in a different career path within the organization? Here's Donna. Well, the good thing is, is all of it is very accessible for our frontline associates. But in general, everybody has a manager at work or a supervisor, someone that you work for or with. Share with them what your interests are, because you know what? They can give you real-time feedback, which is super important. And ideally, they'll sponsor you and they'll help you navigate. And then what I would say is really important to ask for that feedback. And so regardless of the stage in your career that you're in, Focus on continuous learning, but focus on getting that feedback so that you know how to adapt and change along the way. And so what I've seen of associates that come on board and they're super eager is if they know where it is that they want to go, they get input from their manager and other individuals around them. They really are active in seeking for feedback. They strive to actually continue to learn. And they advocate for themselves, which is great. So they are internally applying for opportunities. They're not waiting for them to come uh, to them. And I think that's an aspect for all employees in corporations is don't assume somebody is going to actually pull you through. We each have to pull ourselves through, which means put your hat in the ring. Mm -hmm. If there's an opportunity that you're interested in, make sure that you express it. And I would go one step further, which is I often find that those that aren't as represented tend not to put their hat in the ring. And so, you know, I encourage everybody that if you see something that you're interested in, apply for it because even that process will allow you to learn a lot about yourself. Whether you're successful or not successful, it'll be a key learning opportunity. Yeah. And I, I always suggest to people to ask for help. And they sometimes, you know, there's shame attached to it, but it's really not. It's it's people don't know to help you unless, you know, you invite that really. And I think ultimately it's the ultimate form of flattery to the individual that you're asking for help, right? Mm -hmm. And so if I'm saying, hey, Andrew, can you help me? It's actually very flattering because it's a way to acknowledge that that individual is bringing something to the table that could be incremental or additive to what you have. And so I think at the end of the day, people genuinely do want to help others for the most part. And those that don't, 
move on. But for the most part, people really do want to help. Uh, You know, and I wanted to touch on, because we are heading into the holiday season, seasonal workers. And obviously, Walmart is one of the the main places that people think of when they think of seasonal work. And is there anything that seasonal workers can do to make an impression to maybe say, hey, why don't you stay on? Absolutely. I think first and foremost, in a service business like Walmart, you want to focus on serving that customer. And then what I would say is each day actually work and operate as if it's your interview right? Like bring your best self forward. And if you're interested in staying beyond that seasonal time frame, then declare it. And once again, make sure that you apply for those opportunities that exist. Last year, we hired 50% of the individuals that worked for us in a seasonal capacity. We're hiring 40,000 seasonal workers this year. So those are a lot of jobs. And so what I would encourage individuals is in this market, if it's a temporary or seasonal role, don't negate it. Yeah. And like you said, let it be known that, hey, I actually do really like working here. You know, is there a path for me to be here? Correct. Longer? Correct. I mean, it's a it's a challenging environment right now for many individuals. And, you know, if we can provide a bridgeway for people, that's great. And if we can be the path for for an individual to end up working and staying with Walmart, that's fantastic. That's great. And um, and obviously, you mentioned that we are in a challenging time. And, you know, as someone who has been in charge of workforces and has been through uncertain times before, I feel like it is, has been sort of a roller coaster just the past, like, three years. <laughs> um, what is your advice to people navigating their careers during times when it's like, oh, things are shaky? I think this is a, a challenging period of time for sure. And we've had other challenging periods um, prior. Wish that wasn't the case. I'd say first and foremost, focus on your job. If you're still fortunate to have a job, you don't want to get distracted. And so try to do your very best in your current role. I'd say too, it's probably not the time to take huge risks. And so if you're considering another opportunity, be very, very thoughtful about the actual performance of the company that you might be moving to. Now, if it's a case that you don't have a current opportunity, then you'd rather have a bird in the hand is the saying. But if you have another opportunity and you're you're in a viable situation today, you should be cautious and really make sure that you understand the role that you could be moving into and the financials behind that company You know, the last few years, put aside the start of the pandemic, it became an employee's market. We're likely going to see it flip again. Mm -hmm. And we're likely going to see that it's becoming more competitive. There's not multiple jobs for every person. It could end up being that we're in a situation which is more normalized, where it's more competitive for jobs. So if you're going into that job interview, prepare. Make sure you know about the company. Make sure you know about the person and or the individuals that you're meeting. And make sure that you know what you can contribute to that organization, why they want to say yes to hire you. Yeah, that's such a good, uh, concise masterclass of job searching. (laughs) I think you've done my job for me. Um, Before we go, I would really like to hear, you know, for people who are currently looking for work, what words do you have for them to to sort of put them in a good position to to really capture whatever opportunities come to them? Because I think a lot of people get down in the dumps about, you know, oh, this is going to get even harder. What I would say is first, look at all opportunities. And if there's an opportunity that's coming to you, 
nothing in life is perfect. And so if that opportunity checks a lot of the boxes on your desired list and that you've really invested time to learn about the company, the job, your opportunity to be successful, then definitely go for it. So that's one piece of advice. Another is don't get discouraged. You know, often it takes a few before you find the one. And so if you've not been successful, do not give up. Consider adjacent sectors. Consider adjacent jobs. Don't limit the opportunities. And then I'd say third, believe in yourself. Ultimately, each individual has a special something that can be brought out in the right environment and believe in yourself to know what your towering strength is and that you're going to have the opportunity to use that in the right environment. Definitely. No, I think that's great advice. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed it. That was Chief People Officer of Walmart, Donna Morris. Remember, it's up to you to put our advice into practice. Still, you always have a community backing you up and cheering you on. Connect with me and the Get Hired community on LinkedIn to continue the conversation. You can also join my weekly Get Hired live show every Friday on the LinkedIn news page. And if you like this episode, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps people like you find the show. And of course, we'll continue this conversation next week, right here, wherever you like to listen. Get Hired is a production of LinkedIn News. The show is produced by Michelle O'Brien. Joe DeGiorgi mixed our show. Dave Pond is head of news production. Courtney Coop is head of original programming for LinkedIn. Dan Roth is the editor-in-chief of LinkedIn. And I'm Andrew Seaman. Until next time, stay well and best of luck.